Welcome to the Learning Exchange, where L&D and HR professionals can dig deep into the ever-changing landscape of online learning and talent development. Each episode, we'll explore innovations in learning and discuss best practices with special guests from inside and outside the learning world. L&D is evolving, and the Learning Exchange is here to help you keep pace. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Learning Exchange. On today's episode... I'd like to talk a little bit more about diversity in your professional network, as well as in your personal learning communities. As I often do, let me open this with a question or two. Um, How diverse is your own network, your own personal learning community? How often do you get outside of your box, whether that box is defined as your industry or just within your company's four walls? How often do you get out of that space to explore new ideas in learning and development? My guess is that uh, at least half of you may not have a good answer for that. And it's it's years and years and years of conditioning that's led us here. Uh, over my career, I have heard countless times, whichever industry that I'm working in, um, uh, the sentiment tends to be, we're different. We are X industry. And in this industry, nobody else really understands our unique challenges, the subtleties, et cetera. Um, I I would like to challenge that way of thinking. From a learning and development perspective, there's a lot more that connects us than separates us or differentiates us. At at our core, we're all trying to, to achieve the same outcome, which is impart knowledge, change behaviors, empower people with information, building their own toolkits to allow them to reach greater levels of success, which ultimately translate to greater performance, higher engagement, and that leads to greater business results. Um, at, at Scoops, we're very passionate about talking about learning and development. And uh, we, we like to bring new insights and ideas forward for our our employees as many chances as we can. I recently had the pleasure of hosting a panel discussion where we brought in four learning leaders from a very specific industry to dig in a little bit, learn more about that industry, learn more about the differences and even the commonalities across all industries. Um, During the course of this panel discussion, I continue to find myself being inspired by all the different perspectives and the different experiences across these four individuals, especially because all four of them came from the same industry, have all spent about the same amount of time in that industry, and uh, yet there were so many perspectives to share. It was really interesting to learn more about what inspired each of them and uh, where they go to keep up with what's happening in learning and development, uh, what are the new trends, what's what's going on out there, and, and um, more specifically, what's happening in my industry and how might that inform how I do things different around learning. What really stuck out to me is that even though all four of them had so much in common, where they go for information, where they go for their own development couldn't have been more different. They did have some overlap. Uh, There was some overlap in the network. There was some overlap in some of the sources or resources that they cited. But by and large, out of the four people working in the same industry in learning and development, a lot of where they go 
for inspiration, for ideas, for just general knowledge were very, very different. Uh, the one thing that they all echoed 100,000% was their passion for diversity within their own networks. One example, um, it was highly recommended from one of the panelists that every learning and development professional should always make sure to have at least one K-12 educator in their close network as a learning and development professional. So taking that broader professional network, distilling it down to just those who serve in the capacity of learning or talent development um, in some form or fashion, make sure that in that group, there's at least one person that's K-12 education. True, they don't serve in corporate learning and development. So there are some of our day-to-day that they, they just may not translate. However, they do have a robust insight and great experiences in their day-to-day that can inspire new ideas and new experiences for us in corporate learning and development, whether it is elementary education, whether it is uh, high school education, college education. Uh, Educators in that space are faced with a lot of the same challenges we have, and they solve them in different ways. There's new ideas that can be found and leveraged. There are a lot of parallels, um, but you know, the more we can seek out diversity and thought, the more we can be inspired and advance the function as a whole. Uh, when working with and learning from people who subscribe to a diverse network, um, who really seek out different experiences and perspectives, L&D professionals can bring that into the classroom and that translates to a much higher level of engagement and even comprehension on a variety of topics for our learners. Diversity and perspectives through our learning also teaches learners how to use their own strengths and their own points of view to contribute to a diverse working environment. Too often, we get stuck in the mindset that the way I was taught ultimately is reflected in how I teach others Uh, whether it is a direct replication of how I was taught or whether it is the complete avoidance of the methods that were used and how I was taught. But there's one key factor that's missing, which is how does the student want to learn? A lot of conversations have emerged over the last two years um, as, as we're trying to navigate periods of substantial change and uncertainty as we're trying to figure out how to stabilize and even future proof where we can. Um, we've talked about learning methods, we've talked about learning concepts, and in, in the last two years, a lot has been said about the way people learn, the way people want to learn, and a, a need for us to be open to hearing that. Now, each industry may use a slightly different set of tools and resources to support the function of learning and development, but there's no reason that we can't share those. Some of my greatest moments as a learning and development leader, as well as some of my best moments as a student, as a learner, have all been possible because of the diversity in thought and experiences that I am constantly seeking. And I do this in hopes of, one, learning something new, finding a new way to approach a problem, finding a new perspective that I hadn't considered before. But uh, number two, constantly trying to challenge what I know. Um, 
oftentimes we learn something at a very specific moment in time, the world changes, circumstances change, and our ability to navigate that change successfully requires us to put ourselves through the paces, make sure we're validating that what we learned still holds true. And for those things that don't hold true, releasing them so we create space for more information. Again, kind of connecting back those who are in K-12 space have some perspectives on how that might work uh, differently than those who are in a corporate function or other learning and development related areas. It is human nature for us to find comfort in the way that we were taught or the way that we first learned something. But we also have to acknowledge and honor that everybody learns different. They learn different content in different ways. And even more variations can be found when we start digging into situation-specific circumstances. As a, as a way to articulate that even further, I'll ask the question. Would a learner behave in the same way given two different environments? One environment being a training environment where it's somewhat safeguarded um, against the day-to-day. The -day. It's, it's a protected environment that's designed for learning. Would they behave the same in that way, learning something for the first time as they would if they learned it on the job, in the heat of battle, in the high pressure, high activity, day in, day out uh, grind? Probably not, especially if they're learning something for the very first time. So um, all that said, the more we can learn from each other, the more we're likely to be curious about exploring more. The more we advance, the more we can meet our learners in all the places that they want us to meet them, whether it's meeting the needs of different learning styles, whether it is approaching different delivery methods, or even considering a completely different way to approach how we even build the training to begin with. It is highly, highly recommended that we seek out as many resources as we can. We build out our networks as diversely as possible to include those perspectives that might be outside our specific vertical or industry um, or even outside of our company or our, our immediate network of comfort, I'll refer to it. Look to build the most diverse toolkit that you can. Uh, this allows you to draw from a wide range of sources and resources that might give you new perspectives you never thought possible. When we ultimately consider the advances and the new ideas that are happening in other segments, if we, can, if we can look up for a moment out of our current bubble and see what's happening in the world around us from an L&D perspective, what are other industries doing? What are the new voices um, in the space talking about? Uh, what about in your specific industry? What about in the polar opposite industry? Uh, when we can start to consider all of these things and we're open to it and we've got a direct line to, uh, to that diverse network, we multiply our potential and our possibilities infinitely. <laughs>